Welcome to Bros, Bibles, and Beer, episode 7 lessons of zero. Zach here. On this episode, Jeff asks the question, would Jesus prioritize friendships? And how diverse should our friends be? Also, we talk about how people are always more than the categories that we like to put them into. Also, Scott falls victim to a fear profiteer. And we have some listener feedback and reviews. Speaking of reviews, feel free to give us one on iTunes. That would be awesome. And we would read it on the air. Also, we'd love to hear what you think at Bros, Bibles, and Beer on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Show notes and resources are always at bbbpod.com. And we look forward to hearing from you. Love, love, love. I want to know about this the story God That's exactly is why we, we would have somebody like him or somebody like him, which is what I just said. <laughs> or somebody like him. I, I think I'm... I think I'm going to buy some water and canned food before the 20th. Uh, why? So who's the fear profiteer making money? Well, it, I'm uh, I'm going to be buying it from Ralph, so I'm not going to be ordering it online. Okay, well, let's pretend you were buying it from whatever source. Yeah. Who's the fear profiteer? Oh. What source is it? You know who it is. Alex Jones? Yeah. Oh, my. For real, I had to. It said nuke, and I was like, "All right, I got to click on that." So it, it worked. They got. They've been growing babies inside of cows for years, and he has the documents. Well, and they've been turning frogs gay. <laughs> look it up. Look, he, look up gay frogs or something. <laughs> yeah, that frog riveted, riveted, riveted the gay way. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was pretty good for a gay frog. <laughs> yeah, stereotypical gay frog, you insensitive pricks. That's an ABC television show, Gay Frog. It's going to be representation. The, the Saturday morning cartoon. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Where are we going? I mean, where is this conversation going? And where has television gone? What happened to the Cosby show and Family Ties? <clears throat> All right. Looking back at Cosby, though. No, don't. No, <laughs> no, no, please. There's so many little indicators in that show. I love Dr. Huxtable. He's a gynecologist. And he it's has, great. I didn't even know he was a gynecologist. I think he has a home exam room or something in the basement. No. Yeah. No, Zach. Something like that. Are we supposed to infer? You can Google that when you Google Alex Jones as well. <laughs> We're like we're unlike any other podcast. We give you the listener homework. <laughs> oh, those are bad stories. I don't want to. Re- I just want to see yeah. people in the, the the light, the great light uh, that they are, not the bad behind the scenes stories that are negative. It's you don't just... want to look at the sausage being made. Oh no! I especially don't want to see the cow getting clubbed over the head. I like my Omaha steaks. Mm, I love cow sausage. What? It, it, cow sausage. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Another, trying to trip me up there? In other news. In other news, we got a review. Oh. Let's do that right up top. This is a section of the podcast I like to call reviews. Top pop. Reviews. Zach. Zach, can you just read us our top review? Just just go with the top ones to save time. Actually, just go I, to the worst one. Start with the reviews up. Start start with the worst one. Five stars. Oh, okay, great. Let's move on. <laughs> Actually, four. No. Yeah, from the guy that said he loves how we go from dick jokes to the best conversations. Oh, okay. Hmm, that's an oldie but a goodie. He can always change that. By the way, <laughs> young reviewer, man or woman. I've got my theories, actually, who this is. You can change that to five stars, and I would implore you and encourage you, if the Holy Spirit lays it on your heart to do, do it. I actually know who it is. Does that mean he, he can put it down to, like, one star? I hope he does. Yeah, don't, 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 please, um, don't do that. That would wreck us. <laughs> Ego or our average? Average. Or our faith. 
Ooh. Scott, would you lose faith in one star? Ooh. You're putting your everything into this yeah. to glorify God, and someone gives you a one star yeah, and yeah. criticizes you? Well, they didn't, actually. I think they said you were a... I forget it. Intellectual but. giant. Okay. No, one of the things I've been thinking about a lot is we... We talk about the struggles that we go through, whether it's financial or people are struggling in relationships or, or a job or a purpose or whatever it might be. And the, wow. Okay. Speaking of struggles, (laughs) (laughs) I have headphones on. You guys can't hear that, can you? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. We just went to explicit. (laughs) Anyway. I'm struggling with patience and anger right now. Uh, is this a Wi-Fi? Oh, no, you, you got it. Okay, but just the idea and of when people ask for prayer, majority of the time, they, prayer is answered if things went well. I need a job. I got a job. Praise the Lord. And I'm not being cynical or anything here. I'm just thinking about, is that what God wanted? I mean, is, did God want you to have the job, wanted you to be comforted, and wanted you to be happy and, and, you know, feel like, you know, you've made it. You know, you got back on your feet. Because um, I don't think that's God's, that's the business of God. Does it make God small, do you think? Where we can manipulate God. God, I, I need this. I'm praying for this. Uh, I'd like, you know, I'd like some money. Hey, I got some money. Thank you, God. I think it does make God small. I would invite you and the listener and even Scott to observe the knowable world and the human experience in that world and ask yourself, does that mean God is doing that to all the situations in the universe. Is God the great puppet master? Is God, does God have a blueprint? Which is actually kind of a different question, but it's in the same ballpark. So you're, the people aren't praying for people. Did people just not pray properly that are in terrible situations? People in abject poverty. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep talking every time Scott opens his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. No, I was like, Jeff. Were you? Wow. Were you going where Zach just went? A little bit. Oh, okay. Yes. I mean, I wasn't. I pulled to Scott. I really wasn't paying attention because. <laughs> that's, because. Because uh, that's what we do. That's. This is great. I was waiting for Zach to say the F word again. Well, iTunes is cooperating now. Thank God. Right, Jeff? Well, uh, praise the Lord. You prayed about it. Praise Good the Lord, thing. sarcasm. I'm glad you guys are praying about it. I wasn't. <laughs> this moment brought to you by sarcasm.com. I was, I, was actually, I was actually praying that God would bring us technical difficulties today. <laughs> he, answered, he answered the prayer. <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere, somewhere along the lines, I, weeks and weeks back, I took this note. Would Jesus prioritize friendships? As, as far as what? For us or for him? For him. Do you think Jesus prioritized friendships? What, but what is that? Like, what would that mean? The idea that places are comfortable, like we create a hierarchy in, the, in our worldview. We create a hierarchy with friendships. Oh, if I'm friends with that person. Good-looking people are more important. That's one. That's one. Tall people are more important. People that are not poor are more important than people who are poor. All these things that... Actually, these are all things I find myself doing unintentionally. But it's probably It's usually very subtle. It's probably natural. It is scientific. Like a symmetrical face is universally seen as more attractive. The ass to waist or ass to... Shoulders ratio or something, right? Like waist, I think it's technically right. waist to shoulder ratio, is a certain amount for guys that's seen as attractive. Certain amount for girls that's seen as attractive. Yes, just like the red buttocks of a baboon. Great, 
just like well, that's I don't exactly find, like I don't find that attractive, but other baboons might find the it ratio of a red buttocks of a baboon to his shoulders <laughs> is actually a great. Yeah, it's universal. Yeah, just like a a. Uh, we'll talk about evolution. A, in a peacock, little bit. the male peacock, has those beautiful feathers for showing off. Yes, but so, go ahead. But Jeff, I just said go ahead, but I'm going to go ahead. Um, prioritize friendships. So, well, it it's pretty clear that he goes after people that the elites of the day would not would not have helped Jeez. or that wanted to go after. The elites were coming after the religious elites coming after people for breaking the law and Jesus continually talks to those people. At the same time, he was also dining with tax collectors and dining with Pharisees that the same elites that people hated. Jesus he's not going to fit into anybody's box. I mean, he never stu- he was going to lunch at Pharisees' houses, dining with them, all while rebuking right. Pharisees in different situations. So it's kind of a, a mixed bag. I like where you're going, and I, I think mm. the one thing I know I'm pretty sure of is that he would make all of us angry somehow, worry around helping people, because eventually he would help somebody that we think shouldn't be helped. Does that make sense? It does. Is that where you're going? Wow. Yeah, and we, Zach knows you a lot better than I do, I and, guess. And we... <laughs> what do you mean by that? I had no idea what you were meaning by prioritizing friendships. That's no, awesome. neither did I. I, I, <laughs> I put that in my scattered brain because at the time it meant something to me in my matrix. and But it was the beginning of some thoughts that I had about a month ago. And... And so much of what we've, much of what we discuss on the sidelines outside of the podcast or listening to, you know, our, our church pastors, you know, all of, all of that over the last month, it's kind of stirred me a little bit in, in terms of like, don't we, we don't quite act like Jesus and it's impossible, you know, to be perfect, but, um, is it? It's not too difficult to befriend people, um, regardless of who they are. But for some reason, we only have certain friends. You know, we don't. Our circle of friends uh, is not diverse. At least mine is not diverse, and and we're all kind of a part of the same brotherhood. And it's it. It's not like it's like oh, who'd you meet today? I didn't meet anybody. Because I was going to come and hang out here, and then we're going somewhere else, and it's, we're all like-minded, and we kind of look all the same. Does it help you at all that Scott is half Mexican? That's diversity at its core. I have just a really nasty comment, but just to like rip Scott and his rip. In Mex- the interest of being Mexicans. authentic and authenticity with self. Uh, what was that going to be? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Oh, come on. No. Can I guess? Can I tame my tongue? Yeah, Zach, guess. Mm, no, I don't want to because Scott wants it. <clears throat> However, I will say. You're right. We're white. Yes. Everyone around us is white. Yeah. White. And that's our and, fault. Yeah. And and they're straight. And, well, I and will that's say, not our fault. No, it's not. This actually goes to something that I feel like we need to stretch and grow our muscles with this podcast is getting guests that have a broad... We've we've done a decent job, but so far it's all men, all white people, and I know we're not racist intentionally, except for those built-in biases that we already revealed, like ugly... Uh, looks a certain way, different social status, all that stuff contributes to uh, discrimination. Whether you and know I'm not it or saying, not. We, and I'm not saying we have to, we have to go there intentionally. But when it comes to kind of the people that most will feel comfortable interacting with, just go to church. Like we find our comfort zone, we talk with the people that we're comfortable talking with, our friends, people, maybe even on the perimeter of our friendships. Hey, how's it going? And you know, we have 
real surface uh, conversations, and and then there's other people around, and yet we don't a lot of times go out to them and just capture people, especially those that you know just see standing around at, at the church. Um, you know, there's plenty of um, fishing to do to just have a conversation with with people because at least you make an effort. There's so many zero effort. There's so many people that are just, they're dying inside. I know they're dying inside. Um, and I just, I, I guess I could just get frustrated that I do not do a very good job of being open to conversing with everybody even though many people would say, oh, you do, but I don't. I, I There's times I pass by and I can, God's like, stop, you should stop. And I'm like, I'm going to keep running because my pride and running and being fit is more important right now than stopping. I even, I have that moment. You run at church? Often. No, I'm just, I'm just that's, I'm well, in, the, in your defense, you have mentioned that you need to, you would like to go down a couple pant sizes and maybe... You stopping to help a homeless guy or to talk to a stranger is going to prevent you from your goal of dropping a couple pant sizes. So I say you're right. Keep running. Don't stop for anyone. <laughs> Attain your goal. You set that goal. Do it. I think the important, <clears throat> well, one of the important things, I want to say it's tops, but uh, I'm using the word tops a lot, is that you're not, we're not avoiding certain people intentionally. You're not looking no, at them not and at all. saying, you know, okay, I'm going to avoid them because I don't like them or that type Find you know having your f- friends and talking to your friends is normal. Certainly, it, it would be okay. Evaluating your situation, like like you're doing, you're evaluating your situation, and then wanting to do more, which is a good thing. So it's it it's is. just rec- it's recognizing that, and then okay, what do we do from here? And also, you know, you probably know like I do how fragile the three of us feel about each other. And so if you do branch off and start talking it's to other over. people by it's us, over. it might be over. Yeah. yeah. How come he doesn't want to talk to us yeah. anymore? I think you're sensing that. So I'm, <laughs> I got your back, Jeff. I don't think you're as terrible a person as you think you okay, are. Okay. To the contrary of that, it's like I realize, especially, you know, when we're, when we're at church and there's a hundred new faces and I'm like, I have no, I'm like, I don't need to be talking with my friends. Um, that's there's so many people here and they're all new faces. It's like, it's go time. Like what would Jesus do? He wouldn't be sitting here talking with his friends. He'd be branching out and just, just fishing constantly. You know, it's just, I had a thought, I think this morning I was kind of in between like sleep and awake kind of, and I was, I don't know. I was doing something. You're transcending time. Yes. In space. Um, And I was, I was, that was, I was thinking like, yeah, like if if you were a speaker, um, would in would you tell your friends, hey, look at after this, don't come up talk to me because I want to talk to other people that I, I have never met. I actually thought about that this morning. Right. Somehow I was thinking about Mark Driscoll. I don't know. It was weird because I've never listened to anything Mark. You're remembering his sermon titled "God Hates You." Yeah. You? <laughs> Yeah. Well, because I, I think I think I saw you some... laugh like that's funny, and it is. But it's a real. Is that sermon. true? Yes. I, I think I saw some like people wrote some criticism uh, about Driscoll. Like after after his sermons, he would he kind of like just disappear or not talk to people. Plus, I, he's the Führer. <laughs> uh, but I was just yeah, I was thinking about this morning like okay, would I? Like I think I I think I would say all right, hey guys, don't let me let me talk to people I haven't talked to before. But but that'd be something as a, a leader in the church. Right, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Maybe, and I don't know, but maybe tell... Like, I don't like... You know what? I don't like you, being called a leader in the church. Don't call me that. You're, you're, a, you're a leader in the church. Oh, I'm just a person. Well, you're an elder in the church. I'm a servant. Call, you're an elder. elder? You're an elder in the church, elder. Jeff. Elected bona fides. Called a servant of the church. Called well, a servant of the people. I'll stick with that. I po- like that. Possibly. Move on. Possibly. Doesn't matter. But officially, you're an elder. Uh, no, officially, he's an overseer. Okay, sorry. You're an overseer. So maybe 
tell your friends that you do talk to at church to say, hey, look, at, I see two people. I'm going to go talk to one. How about you go talk to the other? Wait, can you do it like, okay. Let's I actually like, I actually do like that. Because you're going to talk to your friends. That's a given. Okay, so Scott, you be Jeff. Jeff, you're Scott. Scott, Jeff. Scott, ask Jeff. Wait, I'm Jeff? Yeah, you're okay, Jeff. Yes. You ask Jeff, who's playing Scott, or you tell Jeff, who's playing Scott. Let's see how you do. Can you play me, Scott? And you yeah, play I can. Scott. All right, and I'm Jeff. action. Scott, I am an elder Wait, do I know? in this church. <laughs> I want you to go talk to those people over there. <laughs> so and I'm going to go talk to these other people. No. I, I am the president of the United States, and you will do this. Wait, so Scott, and oh, by sorry. Scott, I mean Jeff. I'm sorry. Um, what do you think about Jeff's challenge there? Uh, that was, it kind of made me feel, well, this brings us back to the hierarchy. It made me feel like I was You guys being, need to work on your impressions, first of all. You got to try to talk like oh, Scott Oh, shoot. Right now. Sorry. I totally blew it. Can we start over? Yes. He was so direct. Scott. Am I like that? I am an elder in this church. Go talk to those people over there. Respect my authority. Okay, no South Park references. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> Scott, do you need me to give you a Bible verse that talks about submitting to elders? I will. Okay, Jeff, you don't know what you're talking about. All right, you haven't even read. What, can you like just quote something from Exodus? Are you picking up your phone? Oh, from Exodus? You, wanna... you want me to quote something? Yeah, so... Eh, wrong Jeff, answer. Jeff, do you have a question? Do you need to ask me a question? Do you need a Bible verse? Do you need Bible information that you're not aware of because you don't read it? <laughs> Jeff? Well, I probably have. Can I have a side? I'm do a no, side I'm, I'm asking Jeff an honest question. That... Do well, you need biblical uh, references? Wait a second. Okay, Jeff doesn't wait, pause like that. Wait, wait, no, you're asking Jeff if he needs biblical references. I'm asking you, playing the part of Jeff, if you need biblical references. I'm the one that made a biblical statement. So I know, you, but see, that's the thing, is Jeff wouldn't do that. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> oh. And round okay. one goes to okay, I, Zach. <laughs> oh, I forgot that. Yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Jeff. Uh, uh, those are people. I can't go talk to them. <laughs> all right, let's. All right, round two. Is that a female? That was two. All right. So Scott, um, <laughs> hey Scott. You know, I've really been okay. I've really been thinking about this, and I want to go talk to those people. Um, and I, I noticed some other people over there too. Would you go talk to them and I'll go talk to these people over here. Okay, Jeff, you're getting really weird. You usually just leave. And next thing we know, we look and you're talking with people. So what are, why, what? You want me to go talk to people? Wait, wait, um, (laughs) wait, what? Are you telling me, are you telling me to do something? Yeah, yeah, and that's all. That's that's my plain statement is I just want you to go talk to those people because I've never seen them here and I, I just want them to feel welcome. Wait, let me check the Bible and make, make sure that that's actually appropriate. Um, uh, Peter, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe in Peter, okay. Okay. All right, uh, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to talk to him. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen. <laughs> How'd I do? <laughs> Terrible. It's a work in progress. It's, I do like that. The only thing missing was, uh, Jeff, as Scott, you would need to ask for a ridiculous amount of definition shoot. in your words. I totally blew it. Well, he he asked, and I said my plain statement. Bit. That's all. Right? I just clarified. Yeah, it works. Plain statement. All right, so where were we? Talking to people. I would say, hey, hey, podcast listener, we do want to branch out. We want to get more and more guests that don't fit the mold of who we are to challenge and inform us and you. I would love to get somebody like Broderick Greer. He's a Episcopalian. I can be corrected later on, but he's a gay Episcopalian um, minister, I believe, if that's what they're called, ministers. But uh, somebody like him... I want to. I want to branch out. Why? Yeah. Why? Good because question, he's, Jeff. He's an African American. He's gay. Having those experiences in the church uh, could be awesome. Hearing stories from him, other people too. I, I want some women. I would love some lady energy on this podcast. My wife is great, and uh, I'll but have her on here anytime. But she's white and she doesn't have any tattoos, so definitely looking to branch out. 
Why and do you I, want a gay Episcopalian black minister on the show? Other than, well, I guess you just said it. Okay. You know, wow, that's progress right there. Yeah. Scott just answered his own question. Why do you want his? Why do you want that type of experience? To uh, I want all of the experiences. I'll even take a Calvinist. You guys, I'm not going to look for him, but <laughs> you guys can bring him. <laughs> no, I just want the human experience, the broadness of the human experience, um, to grow, to challenge ourselves, to challenge the way we think, and to get outside of our proverbial boxes. I think the challenges of life and whether that's your whatever challenges that come up in life and whether it's the the pastor you're talking about um that has titles you know like where did that come from how is that known why is it known who who gains from from saying I'm you know I'm a what would you say, Episcopalian? Yeah. It's Black, like, yeah. gay. It's like, uh, I feel like that's what we've been fed over the last eight years in the Obama administration. I'm Whoa. like, I am tired and sick of having a title. I've been sick of titles for forever. Says the straight, mostly white man. Wait, does mostly refer to white or does straight? I'll let you do your own math. No, I get what you're saying, and the, but... He has an experience that you don't have. Well, if he's got a he, story, a great story. He has a life. He's not a category. He's not a political category. He's not a political. They're not titles. Football. They're descriptions. I want to know about this. I want to know about this. The story. God. That's exactly is why we we would have somebody like him or somebody like him, which is what I just said, <laughs> or somebody like him. Yeah. So if you said, "Hey, get, hey, Jeff," we're if gonna, not him, Jeff, we're going to have this guy on. What would be your first question? Like, what's his story? Well, I mean, he's, he's, he's a black a, uh, Episcopalian it, gay minister. It doesn't tell me anything. It doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> he has experiences related to those. I would things guess. I would. St- I would start filling in the blanks. You know, how's his father? How's that relationship? You know, where was he abandoned? <laughs> he's the son of a father. Yeah, that's a title. Right. right. Let's avoid those Somebody distinctions. Had to. But, and I think therein lies the the snafu of Christianity as I'm moving along this path is that it's like raising up the, a color, a sexuality. Uh, it's like, you know what? That means nothing. It's like, how are you leaning on God and how is he taking you through the challenges of life? I would push back a little bit. Do it. Push. I, I know you enough that I know what you're talking about, but I just hear people screaming at their headphones that uh, it, it that it means nothing. I disagree that it means nothing. People, you people identify with those things a lot. So, like, I don't think of myself. I don't, I don't walk around thinking of myself as white. But there are people that walk around thinking of themselves as white or black or Chinese or something. It, it's things. Those things matter to, to to a lot of people. Actually, sure, they find a lot of identity in those things. And, and depend- so I agree with Zach. That, depending on yeah. where, we, where I grew up in the bubble of Orange County, I haven't had to deal with the same things that somebody grew, that grew up in an urban environment, maybe under uh, under law enforcement. That I'm not talking about anybody in particular here. Just yeah, that in profile general, and that that yeah. profile and get pulled over for for nothing more times than I can count. Like I haven't had to deal with that, and that is actually something that exists. And so what I'm trying to do is. Instead of looking at people as categories, even though I did mention a couple different descriptors about Broderick or about p- pick your person, you describe them in certain ways. Right. Um, but I used to look look at people as political footballs, or you know, like that's the person that I know is coming from that side of the aisle, and so I resist that person no matter what, as opposed to thinking of them as people with actual human experience that's different than mine that maybe can add a little bit of illumination to what I've grown up with and dealt with and inform my life a little bit better and make, give me just a little taste of what it's like to be somebody else. And I can grow from that and learn from that. That's, that's what my intention is at least behind that. So uh, I think I know what you mean from your perspective when you say that stuff means nothing because to you it, it probably doesn't mean anything. You're not a racist. You don't look at people like that. Right. And I want to, em- I want to <laughs> shut your mouth, 
Shut your humming, Scott. I want to. I. I mean, I want to empathize with people. So, and you do. As soon as you start hearing people's stories, you, you right. do. I think it's ahead of time if you're told a certain scenario about somebody, you might resist. I get so uh, so. I have difficulty with the with cynicism creeping in. It's like, oh, stop, please. Um, just can we move? Can we move past that? And I guess it's it's such a little it's a little tidbit of, of a title that someone gets introduced. Is that I'm like, what's your name and what's your story? It if someone starts off, well, I'm 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 Asian, and be like, okay, maybe that's not the best place to start. But if you get into their story, and then. You say, well, where were the challenges? Be like, well, I was uh, after their entire story. Then they're like, um, well, I was a black man in the in the South, and I'm like, holy cow, where were the challenges of that? Is and so I guess I for some reason I have just been caught up in the cynicism of wanting to just bash titles. I'm like, I'm sick of in this titles. political season. There's a lot of right. categorization going on and it, it, and you're pushing back against that. Is it, that what's kind it of is. what's going on? It is. And it's nothing against people. It's in just how, how it's not even society, but it's society gets brainwashed where, you know, you just come out with a, a something, um, whether it's, a uh, you know, something to do with ethnicity or color religion or whatever. And then they're given an acronym and, and I'm like, I'm, I want to just take a machine gun to acronyms and because it's driving me nuts. And because people are more than that category. I'll, yes. Yeah. It's, so real quick, that's the surface. Can we hold on to that thought? Sure. We're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors. I'm just kidding. I wanted to say that. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Um, wait, wait a second. Can we cut got, to like what we're drinking? Yeah, you're drinking something. Five words. Five words or less. I got, this does not count yet. I'm drinking Dogfish Head beer, beer for breakfast stout. Here we go. Chocolatey coffee. Tastes like breakfast. <laughs> wow. Wow, is there bacon and sausage in that? Man. I, that sounds really good. I am bound by five words. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> No, what, but it is, it is. Well said, sir. It's good. It's, oh, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait. We're, what happened to... Okay. Okay. Consider okay. myself representative. <laughs> okay. Okay. Rip them. Scott, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the same thing you're drinking. <clears throat> the, so I think we get a combined five words. So you, you trade off words. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to say it, it's an IPA. Refreshing. Standard. Sharp. Not... Not overly excessive. Nope. Jesus. Lots of words. <laughs> no, if you word. hyphenate the word, you <laughs> can hyphenate that? the word. What was Come that? Come on. You're a rule follower, Scott. Okay, start over. They're drinking Coronado, Islander IPA. Scott first, go. It, normal. Wait, you changed your. We started over. Normal, you changed. Normal, wait, you changed. Refreshing. Your. Congratulations, Coronado. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Bros, Bibles, and Beer beer review is normal, refreshing, good, uh, sharp. All right, I'll take it. Whatever. That's a phrase. Uh, I'll drink. I'll drink well, more of it, Coronada. If you send us more, I'll drink it. And not many beers, not many good beers come in cans, so that's a plus. More and more, though, that's the wave of the future. Cans. Okay, and cheers, cheers. That's natural. We're drinking and smiling. Friendship. So I think the media has a lot to do with that, and because hundred percent, like Zach was saying, putting people into political boxes or or uh, you used a word um, I forget what it was, but kind of using people for their political categories. And so if they say something, and ke- they're in this category. Categories become political footballs. Fo- yeah, football. And the footballs. real people yeah. that are caught up in this all that bullshit are very literally... <laughs> Freaking landline. This is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, why do you, you have, have a landline? landline? <laughs> it's actually... It's actually Wait, uh, what, what's a landline? 
It's voice over IP. <laughs> I like that voice. <laughs> There's a telephone that plugs into the wall. What is that? Oh man. Yeah. So I, I think the media has a lot to to do in that. Do with um, and we buy in too. And yeah, and then that leads. So I I I, I think being more intelligent people, we we should. Yeah, we should understand those those categories are being used in that way. And even if somebody, let's just say LGBTQ, IAAAP, um, I just messed up some of those. Yeah, there's a really, lot of letters. I'm getting upset. But take somebody that does identify as being a part of that group, um, because some some of them will say they look. I'm my own person. Even though I happen to be gay or queer or bisexual, I'm a separate person. I don't get lumped into that. But some of them do identify as that, as part of that tribe. So even those people, we have to, if we were in contact with them, my hope would be that I could break through that and say, listen, you're more than that. Let, let's talk about you. What happened to you? What What have you gone through? Let me hear it. Because I want to know, I want to learn, and I want to grow and see if somehow I can love you through whatever it is you're going through and and just pick a category. I actually just listened to a podcast called Q and it's a good, good podcast. That was a good self segue. Keep it going. It's a good, it's good. It's great, man. My adjectives guys, real terrific. Yeah. Fine. Nice. Okay. If splendiferous side note to the listener, if you play a drinking game hey, that every no time I Zach says nice, you're in trouble because listening back to the podcast, I say nice a lot. Just responding to somebody's point. You also nice. say beautiful way, I say, way too much, and yeah. I really Okay, hate it. all right, continue. That's nice. Keep so going. the Q podcast, the most recent one was on transgender, and it had a story of somebody. And without going into a lot of the details, I do recommend it because they're trying to, as Christians, help the church explore and have conversations in a thoughtful, loving way to understand people that maybe have a different story than you and came from a different situation. One of the descriptions that really hit home for me was they said, once you've met one trans transgender person, you've met one transgender person <laughs> right. as opposed to you met them all. Right. And, and it really, that for some reason, and then you hear this lady's story who I, I think is a, I think she's a Catholic, uh, Christ believer, mother of seven or something. A lot of kids wow. married to a man and she's a lesbian. It is Wait, transgender. Um, I, I think she is. Yeah. A, wow. A trans. It's a very interesting mother story. Of seven married to a man. That's Christ believer. I, I didn't hear that part. That, well, you, I'm just it's kidding. It's probably <laughs> blocked it out. Scott, Scott was making some self deprecating humor. Um, but her story is great. And so I recommend listening to that. And she said that a couple of different times. Once you've met one, you've met one literally just punching categories in the butt, like break that, break that shit up. People are more than categories. People have, uh, they bleed like we all do. But at the same time, the Jeff's opening the same beer. So the same <laughs> review applies, whatever, whatever the hell it was before. It's normal. Nor. <laughs> refreshing, crisp. Wait, what? Wait, wait. Refreshing. Come on, Scott. Keep it going. You Good. said normal. I said refreshing. Nice. Sharp. No, that's what Zach says. <laughs> I'll drink it again. It's really nice. Oh, do you Go want ahead. some more? No. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, yeah. Go ahead, Scott. Well, I, I said at the same time, it's 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 something that people are identifying with to a certain degree. But how how do we, from not being them, look at them? Look at people that are not only not different from us, but are engaging in inactivity that we disagree with. Yeah, that's a good question. Because the uh, the heart wants to control. At least my my old man that I have to beat back, not my literal dad, but the person living <laughs> inside of me, is is somebody that wants to control people. Control it, people? Yeah. And Satan? It, do you, wait, wait, wait. 
Um, is it Satan? So I, uh, so I acknowledge that that's what you're, that's what you're thinking. Yeah. But do you think that that's what I'm saying in my statement? No. Well, maybe, maybe it's part of the equation in that struggling with what people are doing from our perspective that we disagree with. Um, to them, depending on the person, that's where really getting to know people and rejecting the political categories and reacting to political categories and actually trying to get to know somebody and hear their story will really help. So in the end, you might not, you might not agree that what they're doing is, is kosher, but you'll learn their perspective, which I guarantee it's not like I'm choosing, I'm, I'm rejecting God and I'm going to show it in my behavior. No, they, they grew up a certain way. They were born a certain way. They were affected by certain factors growing up and, they are at this moment who they are because of those. And from their perspective, it's not about like I'm choosing to do this because it goes against God or not. For some, there's probably a rejection, but people are more than that from their perspective. So I think it's just learning people's perspectives. Yeah. And from my perspective, right. I can disagree with them for sure. And I can still talk to them and I'm yeah. not, I'm not trying to control them, even be friends with them. And I'm not, and, and I, I want to hear their stories. Yeah. At the same time, yes, still disagreeing with them and their in their decisions, right? Yeah, and it's all in the how. It's good, yeah, good. So Scott, I love how you just said from my perspective. Wasn't that great, Jeff? That was. I just feel like I want to affirm Scott because you know, we don't often get from his perspective. You know that was nice, and we agree. It's because once how. you meet, if you meet one bigot, that doesn't mean you've met them all. <laughs> <laughs> If you met if one bigot, you've met one bigot. Thank you. So, all you anti-bigots out there, take note. Well, they're anti. Man, no, bigot forget. is another thing that is. Uh, man, once you met one white person, you only met one. Well, actually, if you met one Kentuckian, you probably met all of them. Oh man, saying. we just lost all Kentucky. Of Kentucky. Send your email to Scott at Rose Bible Beer. <laughs> So, um, yep. Are you reading something? So <laughs> it's another list of things I gotta, you jotted down. I got my Shoes. brain's always going. By the way, detergent. I get a great deal. <laughs> oh, wrong list. I get a great deal on skis today. Practice your and left golf and right-handedness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God was really looking after me today. You know what's what's weird, and this for you guys and everybody who listens. Do you ever find yourself where you're? you actually are so self-disciplined and you really feel like you're following, (laughs) like you're going down the path. Great, Scott, speak for yourself. You're going down this path and everything just seems to, I mean, down to the green lights, they just seem to be like going for you. He's literally describing him running past homeless people that he wants to help, but he won't because he's so self-disciplined. Green light, sorry. Okay. I'm on a mission here, Harry. <laughs> if God wanted me to stop, he would have changed the I light. I got to burn 1,056 calories today, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not even a wall is going to stop me. All right. Uh, no, where things are just so in line. I, so I, I had a guy pray for me. Um, really, I was asking for a prayer for somebody else, but then he ended up praying for that and, um, and me. And I was like, man, that felt really good. Um, but that was Sunday, and then today, which is Monday, when we're recording, I, I run into this guy. He's like, hey, Jeff. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, this is this is how it's supposed to be. Like, it's at that moment that I realize I'm in some, I'm, I'm like walking down the path, self-control, discipline, not you know, doing stupid things or making dumb comments or just thinking about bad things or lust or treating my wife poorly or not mentoring my kids. (laughs) Right. Which may or may not pertain to lust. (laughs) And it's, it's, I don't know if, if you guys find yourself um, in life, like things just are falling into place, but you may just be doing things that are not comfortable and but what, where God has called you, and or you think God has called you, and it's almost affirmation for me. You guys ever where 
like all of a sudden it's like, hey, the guy who prayed for me, I'm like running into him randomly. I've never run into him before. And there he is. Like, how is that not confirmation and affirmation that I'm on this path where things are streamlining, like God's streamlining my my life for something, just keep going on this path. So you would say you look at it as God's doing this. And from my perspective, it would be, that may be true. However, since you can't crystallize it like that and you can't, it's not something tangible. I do know you're in a posture of living and you're putting yourself in situations. You're aware of situations. You're aware of people. And I, and I think part of how God works in this world is the posture people put themselves in and whether they're geared towards um, love, grace, and truth and how they treat people in that and in the how and not the what. I think you're doing that. And so things are lining up. It's not that God is like extra pleased with you and he's no, not at all. um, And he's doing these things for you, but he doesn't do these things for other people. It's just you yourself are putting yourself in a posture of doing that. And kind of creating no, that. Uh, and I think I God, agree. I believe, in spite of all my skepticism, I believe that the creator of the universe is in that, in like he's in other things. But do you see, do, do either of you see yourselves in those scenarios where you're aware that something's going on and you're like, okay, I know I've been like praying about things or I've been kind of. Um, living my life in this certain way. You're orienting yourself right. towards that and it's starting to take shape because that's how you're looking at it and attacking the So the do world. you think it's just the perspective or do you think it's actually l- l- like happening and I think it's your perspective. So it's just what people no, it see. Is ha- it, it is happening okay. for you based on how you're viewing the world and how you're, orient- you're orienting yourself towards God and towards others. That's how I would explain it. Some people might say God is doing that for you because of your prayer life. Maybe we're just describing the same thing in different ways. Right. Scott? I agree. But both, do you, I agree with both of you. Wow! But do you, do you ever have that? It's and not, it's, it's really I speaking to anybody yeah. out there, not just you guys, but do you, it's just, do you think there's, like, okay... Like there's these paths. It's almost like a, a when you're at the airport and there's those moving escalators. Like you get on. It's almost like you're just – it takes no effort. You're doing something that's almost fast-tracking you to get you to a certain point where you're going to do God's work. That's the best too. those escalators. If you're on the airport and you're walking by the people in the middle yeah. and you do dramatic that's... arm motions as you're walking on the escalator and you're just like, I am That's exactly what shit. I wanted this oh. moment to be about. Squirrel. Well, yes. yes. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes. But I, I, like Zach was saying, you are orientating yourself and putting yourself in that position because you're doing things that you think are in accord with God's will. Right. So yeah, it, it's it's not necessarily a miraculous thing where God is like intervening and bringing no, it's these not. People, you know, bringing people into your path or something. You're doing those things. people are always there. Maybe, but you just need to be looking for them or, or those moments. Those moments are always waiting to be had. But if you're on that moving wow, escalator at the really, airport, really weird. Okay, shift. But if you're on, no, you're never, no. It's not like you're saying never, and then now you're okay. Saying, oh, if, they're always there. No, if you, but no, if you're. I think what Zach's saying is, if you are on that airport escalator metaphor, that well, you, yeah. they are there, and if you're, you're in line. There's always homeless Harry that you run by. There, there's, there's, a, there's, there's always a, somebody you can help, or there, you there get is, to know. yes. But there's there is a distinction between. What people call divine appointments. Now, how often? Oh, for sure. That's how it. Often, divine appointments. How often they apply that phrase to their their situation? Probably is over uh, blown. Yeah, overblown. But there there's a distinction between principally doing things that you know you should be doing and truly divine appointments, where it's where where I think Paul describes. Um, for some have unawares entertain angels. So th- those those are two distinct 
things. But the, I thought that was talking about Victoria's Secret models. <laughs> I had a party once. <clears throat> oh, but I was aware. I I never had a party. I'm lying about all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so those are those are distinct things. But I think it. I think Jeff, what you're saying is that all Christians need to be. Or orient like well maybe what Zach said orienting themselves in God's will, and then there will be those times when there are divine appointments. But we need to be, we need to be open to that possibility because they are probably there, and there's a possibility that we could miss them. Right. Okay. So. I, Okay, I have a serious okay. crossroads Go. here. Wait. All right, is yeah. this going to open up? Wait, Let's it is. Start, it's going to open up a huge can of worms, okay, so especially at, for Scott. We're at fifty, and we need to be landing this <clears> very <throat> soon. <laughs> oh my gosh! Does it have to do with uh, what we're talking about? Is it a new? new no, it is connected to it, and it's just all right. Go for it. About a Christians, like a Christians, a Christian. No, English. forget it's not. A Christian being aware and being open to that that idea is like why isn't why not all people why not all people be aware of where yes, they're being called the, to all the people that don't believe in God be aware of what God is doing I agree yes right somebody yes. in conversation brought up this past week um, you know at the beginning man was broken all men but yet when christ died not all men were or all people were all their sins were forgiven it's just, and then this is just i know it's a big can of worms so we don't have to talk about well just make it quick this Let's go. no that no, i mean that's going, it it one moment broke all people but then this other moment did not restore all people and that was the. This is this is not my. Um, this is interesting. Maybe we'll have to yeah. talk oh, about. Gosh, it. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a big <laughs> jump between you're talking about like daily living, and then now you're talking about salvation. You t- no, right? But you talked. But you talk about you know Christians do this. It's like wait, if the beginning broke everyone, why didn't the end? Well, for, it's this is a huge can of worms. So I'm not gonna. There, well, there's a there's a big distinction. Everybody out there, think about <laughs> think about this thought though. Yeah, there's a, there's more a, homework. There, yeah. <laughs> Do your research. There's <laughs> some information. There, there's a, there's a big distinction between the, those who are in Christ, the church, and those who are outside of Christ. Well, not not everyone is Christ minded, well, and not everyone oh yeah, can okay. be because they don't have the Holy Spirit of God. They don't have that reference point of being Christ minded, so they're going to be worldly minded. Whatever the, whatever worldly minded is, whatever that means. There's so much it, here, so, right? Right. But and you're bringing up something that I, I actually like what Scott just said. You're bringing up something that Scott and I would are gonna, would come to very different conclusions on on what you Jeff just made just made up. I guess you kind of did. <laughs> you just you, you kind of it was did in just conversation it up, no, for sure. And but without opening that, and I appreciate that, and that's something we'll explore more. And we've touched on it here and there, like what it means to be forgiven and who's forgiven, who's not. You don't have to appreciate me. I just... I do appreciate you. But what Scott said before you said that is, God, he mentioned God's will. And if you really distill it down to simply, if you have a posture of how can I love God by loving my neighbor and loving my enemy today, whatever that looks like today. And you start with that posture. It will lend itself to you having some kind of a flow state that you were, you were experiencing where things were clicking and you were seeing what you could do for the kingdom. And that's, that's my opinion about it. And I think, I think that keeps it simple because you can have paralysis by analysis of trying to do certain things. What do I need to do for God today? Uh, That's great alliteration exact- there. That was it's awesome. old. It's old hat. You know what? I didn't make it up. You know what, Zach? That's nice. That was so nice. Was it beautiful? <laughs> You're not allowed to say that <laughs> well, word. Hey, anymore. this has been good. Do you have oh. a closer, Scott? <laughs> yeah, it nice. hasn't been nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just just real quick. I, I agree. Oh, uh, real quick means that's like a person saying, you know. I hard, I'll make. I'll make. I hardly I'll make ever long, go. Long story short, I. I hardly. I just. I. I agree that that there is a general will will of God for all Christians, 
and but there's also a specific will for people's calling in their lives. So in general, God is calling all Christians to love their neighbor, love love uh, their wives, be be obedient to uh, their parents, and and all that stuff. Okay, there is there are there are specific callings for people in their lives, whether it is uh, pastor, teacher, uh, having certain spiritual gifts. There are specific callings for people. So I would just, I would like to make that distinction. Scott Horbert did it. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Go out there. You know what? When you respond, or if if you could, go to our, what is it, Twitter? Go to our Twitter and just, what's your calling? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, bros, Bibles, You said that kind of like. What? Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, well, I just I would love the interaction. Like, what's your calling? Like, so how are you? Or what does doing calling it? even mean? Like, what do you see are as you, calling? Are you connecting with people? Are you? Is it your generosity? Like, if you made a billion dollars and you're just like changing the world in you know in lives through right. that? I mean, what is it? Yeah, for some people that that yeah that is. And some people get wrapped up in what I dubbed after I heard it from somebody else and stole Here it comes. paralysis by analysis. <laughs> Here it comes in their calling. And to me, my personal opinion, I agree with what Scott said. There's a difference. Wow. My personal opinion is that it usually ends up looking like somebody's calling is something they really enjoy doing, and they can do it to love God and love people. That sounds really cynical. Okay. Well, this has actually been... We haven't done a, just the three of us yes! in a while. This was Bros, Bibles, and Beer Unfiltered. I don't know if that's going to be the name, but I'm trying to figure out a name for when it's just the three of us talking and... We just go. This may be the first unedited version of Bros, Bibles, and Bear. Yeah, we sucked at the beginning here. You know, sometimes I bleep the F words, and sometimes I don't, and usually it's down to whatever mood, what conviction I the think, Lord lays I on I think my this heart. one you should bleep it, because it Get was... Get rid it of was, your F word. It was It was totally for. uncalled for. It wasn't even yeah. a part of the podcast. It wasn't. I, the internet wasn't working, and I showed my struggle right yeah, now. Yeah, if you're going to say that... Struggle. I'm struggling. Patience. <laughs> So real quick feedback before we head out. Okay. Uh, we did get a review on iTunes, five stars. Remember to leave a review on iTunes for us. It is our lifeblood um, in addition to the regular blood that's already going through our veins. This mm. one is by Reverb. Oh. oh. Like listening in on a conversation between friends and frenemies, five stars. And frenemies. I like that. Mm. I like that. Mr. or Miss Reverb said, I started listening on the Brandon Andrus episode. Brandon. We love Brandon. It's getting so big. And have been hooked ever since. I love the dynamics between these dudes. Ample parts, respect, sarcasm, trolling, and invigorating discussion. (laughs) (laughs) What's more is that even when the hosts disagree with each other, they're still the backbone of their friendship holding them together. So keep it up, fellas. We need more open and honest conversations like the one you dudes are having. Wow. Thank you, Mr. Verb. Reverb. Was this review helpful? I'm going to click yes. Yeah, it was. I'm not going to click no or report. Report. <laughs> report. Yeah, this report. This is inappropriate. They didn't like us. <laughs> I'm a millennial. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> now, I would like Mr. Reverb to... Or Miss. Or Miss Reverb. Can I get a trophy? To kind of weigh in on the trolling aspect of uh, what what he meant he or she meant by trolling there when I made fun of Jeff when he was t- describing a path and lights turning green for him and I I trolled him a little bit by saying I'm trolling you were you. literally running past a homeless person on your straight path through your green lights in life don't make me angry um, that's trolling but because um, we love each other you know it's okay yeah, I'm gonna have to lean on God for my love for you. Find strength. Yeah, you gotta find the strength to to give me compassion. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks, Coronado and Dogfish Head. Well, oh, man. yeah, that Coronado was good. I we'll take your sponsorships anytime. That was really oh, wait. good. Oh, when we do the reviews, is that four sponsorships? Mm, only. <laughs> okay, so Coronado, great beer, love it always. Boom, five words. Coronado Brewing Company. They were the World Beer Cup champion in 2014 for this beer. And I will say Dogfish Head. Nice. Beer for breakfast stout. Beautiful. Nice. Nice. Beautiful. Nice. <laughs> Man. Enough nailed said. it. I mean, that that says so much. If you put that on a billboard, I mean, that would... 
black black background with white letters. There you go with the categories again. Crap. Okay. <laughs> it was an a inex- rainbow-colored billboard <laughs> with uh, letters of some sort. A multicolored billboard. Okay, let me take that back. No colored billboard. It was a middle class billboard of no color. A see-through billboard. Yeah, a clear billboard with clear letters that says "nice." You could nice, see it. beautiful, beautiful, nice, nice. <laughs>